Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. I'm your host, Jimmy Palumbo. I am coming to you live here from downtown Mawa. That's right. Of course, I'm coming to you from my shitty kitchen studios, which ESPN has been coming by every day to check into my beautiful O-ring up against my beautiful blue backdrop here. It's, it looks like old Shea Stadium name of across the dirt field. And um, so I'm here for show number 95. But of course, behind the glass, my broadcast buddy for so many years here for show 95, Mr. Chop Sports himself, partnered with Dave Sturgeo, Mr. Chris Gucci. Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. You know, big weekend this past weekend. A lot of cool things happened, but I'm sure we're going to get into it in a little bit. Everything revolves around what we talk about here. Football. It's a tough one, man. Tough one, tough one. But we're going to get to that in a second. But right now, I guess we got to do show 95. And, of course, number 95, we got to do – I was going to do Oswald Cabrera, uh, do a whole history on him. Uh, that would take about three seconds. And I was going to do defensive end, defensive tackle, Jonathan Haskins. My buddy Venditti just drove off the road. and uh, But I got to go with something, and I know you're going to understand. You're going to be a little too young for this. Um, but it, this is this is just you, – you, you'll understand. I'm going to go with the new 1995 New York Yankees. And here's why, you know, the Yankees were good in the early eighties, seventies, but I was young. So I was influenced by that, but in a different way. And I've said this to you and Dave a million times. There's nothing better when you're now an adult. And I was living in New York city with my boy Deej, who played Alphonse in beer league. And you're going to bars now to watch games in an era when everybody went out to watch games. And you're like, I was young, you know, I was young. We were in the city. We were going out. The bars were packed for every game. Chicks watching it. And I just love this 95 team. It ended tragically. I mean, my God, we're up 2-0 against the Marlins. And it was uh, Edward, Edward Rodriguez, uh, not Edwin, um, the hell's that? The DH on the Seattle. I you're talking about the Mariners. Mariners. Mariners, not the Marlins. Mariners. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Mar- Marlins. Uh, we got lost to them. We've had we've had issues there as well. Right. So we've Mar- yeah, we've had issues there. Well. We got to talk about that one day. Um, and no, but listen, the Mariners, uh, I can't think the DH guy. I think he was 35 for 36 and he had 110 Edgar RBIs. Martinez. Edgar Martinez. I don't think the Yankees got him out. Ever. He, every, 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 even, but like, I think he had 70 RBIs in seven games and five games. Um, they were up 2-0. And I always laugh because. We went to a bar for game five and me and my boy Deej were single and uh, we were uh, uh, just having a complete blast. And, and all of a sudden, like Yankees were up, we were celebrating, flirting with chicks. Everybody's high fiving, you know, uh, cotton eye Joe and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden it was like, uh Oh, here come the Mariners. And I remember we had a guy, buddy with us who was in game day, the short that led to beer league. Cliff was his name. He wasn't really a Yankee fan. He was just there for the ride. You know, it'd be like me at a World Cup event. Like, yeah, people are partying, drinking. I'm in. I don't have to watch the screen. And then it got like asshole tight time, runners in scoring position. The Yankees tied it up with a, a base hit that got through. It was all this wild stuff. When the game ended, it was late at night. We were on the east side. I don't know why. We chose some bar over there, chasing skirts, I guess. And all of a sudden, like, me and Deeds were like, we couldn't breathe. We were like... We were like, first time watching a Yankee series at a bar, and now devastation. We were like, oh, my God. So, Cliff, we go outside, and me and Deej were like, <laughs> we were we needed to talk it over here from the Omni. And this guy, Cliff, who's a good friend of ours, he's like, he starts talking about acting and auditions or something like that. And my buddy Deej just goes, Cliff, I'll give you all the time in the day tomorrow. You want to talk all day long? I said, but right now, I can't talk about anything right now. <laughs> Deej went to the right. I walked to the left. I got on a payphone, called my cousin John, classic. His wife answers. And that's about midnight, 1230 at night, right? I go, hey, is John there? And he goes, uh, no, he went for a walk. Now, nobody went. My cousin John doesn't go for a walk. I was like, I was like, well, when's he coming back? And she, she just said, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I knew, I knew that I, my cousin John was in deep pain as i was i ended up getting home i just went right i think i probably had a shot or two and went to bed it was brutal but it was a wild series looking back now we can laugh at it first of all mattingly's first playoff hit a huge home run the place went nuts uh, the, i think the line was the roof is going to come off in this place it was wild they, they finished seven games back in the red Sox. um i love this team in so many ways they had i think this 95 team was was probably as good as the 90s, eh, maybe not. But it was like, first of all, Jeter was on the bench, but he wasn't on the active roster. When does that ever happen? 
And Yankees had, I love the, their flawed players were the best of any team ever. They had Daryl Strawberry, who was like a shitty, you know, the Met who he couldn't stand. I was on the Yankees, and I loved them. Uh, Ruben Sierra got traded that year. My favorite shitty Yankee of all time. Uh, and, of course, Cecil Fielder came the next year. Yeah, David Cohn, Steve Howe, Scott Kamenicki, uh, Jack McDowell, a young Mariano Rivera, whose ERA was like 5.3. Yeah, he was a Mar- starter. He he spot started on that team. Right. Wetland was he, the closer still. He Yeah, Wetland was the, and a good closer at that, so as well in 96. And uh, which we might have to do that for next week too. But the, uh, yeah, Mo was just like, I don't think after that series, I don't think Mariano gave up a hit for like four years after that. So, I mean, Bob Wickman, Wade Boggs was on the team, who, by the way, batted like 310, uh, which right now he makes 70 million a year if anybody bat 310. Uh, Bernie Williams, a young Bernie. Uh, Dave Silvestri, another shitty Yankee. Uh, Dion James, who we, I don't think he got a hit all year, but some, he was always up in. He always see the name Deion James came up. I've heard him why. in a lot of trivia questions. <laughs> Deion James like, pops it, up. And all the, the questions time. would be like, what Yankee should no one care about? The answer is Deion James. You know what I mean? Um, also, Buck Showalter was the manager who ended up getting fired after that. And we were pissed off because the Yankees hired this shitty loser, met nobody named Joe Torrey. Imagine if we were on Sports Radio. Me and you would have been ripping on that, bro. You know that. Well, I mean, like, if I was Buck Showalter, I would hate the Yankees as much as he does as well. Oh, for sure. For sure. He he did a great job. Everybody talks about George Steinbrenner greatness. Well, this was one of the best. He did a great job. Um, Also, that year, a couple weird things. A Mantle died that year, another legendary Yankee. And did you know that Rizzuto was still doing games, right? But it was like WPIX. That was before Yes, and they were trying to figure all this crap out. And Rizzuto, Phil Rizzuto, wanted to go to Mantle's funeral. And WPIX wouldn't let him go because he had a game. And so Rizzuto, Rizzuto just quit. He like, you imagine some, I would love to know more about this. What jerk off general manager at WPIX was like, no, Phil, you got to come and do the game. We want you to do the game. He's like, Mickey Mantle died. I'm Phil Rizzuto. I'm going with Yogi. And Whitey Fork is back then. All those legends were alive. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. That's a like, no-brainer. Get, all, get off it. But then, he, then he could have came back. And the next game they did, talked about the funeral. And he resigned. And then he, he, didn't, he, didn't, uh, he didn't do any games the rest of the year. And then he came back a little bit in 96. And then Rizzuto quit for good. Uh, I mean, Rizzuto was at the end of his line there. And he was leaving early. But still, Phil Rizzuto. I mean, what some guy who's probably still alive made that call. Shame on him. Anyway. Um, that's my 95, the 95 Yankees, because it was the first time Yankees were in the playoffs. It was a very exciting time in New York before flat screens, before the pandemic, before anything, uh, before 2009-11. Uh, it was just good old time. Giuliani ran New York City. Good, clean, fun. Who do you got for 95? All right. Well, I mean, realistically speaking, I wanted to avoid using any of the, the football players today for obvious reasons so i was gonna go with oswaldo cabrera but really like you said there's only three seconds to talk about him he's only been there for a cup of coffee you know you can go with him. Sit, you, if you know anything about him <laughs> i don't i i don't i really don't and Even honestly his, his i figured doesn't. you know what in real time while you went on your monologue about the 95 yankees i looked up who were at number 95 in the nba and there's only two guys so two straight wow. weeks where there's only two players who? see if you ever heard of either of them no they're both way. active no. Both DeAndre makes it worse. Embry and Juan no. Toscano Anderson. So what oh, I think man. we should do here, I'll make the executive decision for you, is that we're not going to mention anybody else. We're just going to dedicate this show to the 95 Yankees. You did a okay, nice so job. You, it was a great okay. piece, right? Okay. So <laughs> the so one you, show you're, dedicated you're, to just one so thing. So your creative decided that 95 is so shitty that we're just going to go with what I said. You know what? Because we can't do the NFL. I totally get it. Chris Gucci coming in as a part-time assistant producer here, making a call. You know what, Chris? You've been a little subdued on the show lately, and I, I, I really appreciate you coming in and finally, like, kind of doing. You don't promote the show at all, even though you're on it. And well, so I, because I, I, you don't, you don't promote anything. We've had this discussion in the past. Yes, I, I do. I just keep on talking about it because I find it hysterical. Um, you know, eventually, you're not, not. No one's going to even know you own Chop Sports because you're not going to tell anybody. You just want to go home, go to sleep. I don't even exist. I'm just. A, I'm a good glitch in the matrix. I'm here though. Yes, right. But that's it. So we are. You're here. Of course you are. You have to be because this is no. It's uh, my show is still fairly popular over there at Chop Sports. Although the liaison, is, the liaison brand is just taking a beating lately. Um, 
But anyway, uh, that is um, that's it. Ninety five Yankees. You know, probably next week we're gonna have to do the ninety six Yankees too. Probably. I'm already guessing that. Anyway, hey, look, we might even have to hit the ninety seven Yankees. Yeah, the, you know, we may close out. You know what? And with, with Judge being number ninety nine, we are entering dangerous Yankee territory here. Anyway, I'm gonna have to go with Jesse Armstead though. We'll see. I usually don't talk about the future numbers, but we're getting there. But anyway, in huge news, just came across my desk. You know, you know, Chris. Those of you scoring at home know that my Patreon is just, if you go to patreon.com and, and search the Jimmy Palumbo show, you can sign up. We are lighting it up now. It's, it's, I think, I mean, listen, Joe Rogan is in big trouble here from the Omni. We now have Scott Brocious number 18 coming in Patreon, getting involved. And he's not the bottom tier either. I'll say that his name is, Martin Marty Waltzak, old friend of mine, a couple years younger than me. I went to school with his sister as well. Hope she's got good health. She had some health concerns, so I'm praying for you there. And uh, But Marty comes in, supports the show, always watches, pops in every now and then on the, on the uh, uh, chats and all that stuff. He comes in at number 18, Colonial boy, uh, know the family real well. His dad used to flip burgers at the St. John Vianney Fair. You remember that back in the, you were a little kid. Uh, he's always I making mean, I was burgers. a little kid. They still do the fair, Jimmy. Still I know, do the but still, fair. That, now they don't, they don't do it the same. They have that guy. It's, my dad used to set the beer tent up. You, you paid cash at the beer tent. It's clearly not go the to same, but they food. still do it. They still have burgers, I bet. Listen, I, uh, Marty's Marty's dad was I think one year he made like for the entire fair every hamburger that like existed and then they started doing Taylor ham and cheese and egg on crazy shit but uh, and his mom was there and his family was there and Palumbo's were all over the place um, good times in Colonia so Martin Waltzak comes in Martin Waltzak comes in at number eighteen getting involved here from the Omni please go to my Instagram dude that beer league thing one point four million views getting involved from it's approaching 1.5 which is great we are shooting beer league on next wednesday um january 11th very exciting about that um we got the entire cast uh except Artie and ralph are not uh we didn't we they're holding out no we don't have Artie and ralph yet i i did talk to ralph and he is coming on my podcast within the next uh he said q1 of 2023 so ralph i'm holding you to that we're going to have a lot of fun talking about stuff and working with him on Beer League and Cobra Kai and his book. Um, but we have all, the whole cast there. We already got some of it shot. I'm really excited about it, working with uh, 624 Productions and my buddy Greg Alpern, um, Unhinged Entertainment. Uh, it's going to be a full production, a SAG thing. It's going to be really cool next Wednesday at Stand Up New York on West 78th Street. Anybody's around, you want to pop in, bust my balls, get ahead. I'll be busy as hell, but if I can go out and say hello, I will. Um, and I'm going to, to my Patreon subscribers, we're going to give you some special stuff, whatever. Uh, I'm going to try to get some behind the scenes stuff and send it to my Patreon people. That's what you do, Chris. Uh, but I'm excited. Number 18, Marty Waltzak. And I guess it's time to rattle them off. Alex Stetsena from Ramsey, New Jersey. Mary Eileen Riccardi, my dear sister. Michael, big George DeMosi getting involved. My mom, of course, she's always involved. Um, my cousin Joey, Rob Pastor, Kappa Sig, back in the 80s. Uh, James Kanowitz, my website guy, who did a great website for me like 12 years ago. Uh, now I can't get in touch with him. He's too busy for me. I say that joke even though he does get back to me. Um, he's going to be maybe producing something for me, uh, which a uh, phone call scenario. We're going to take calls, Christopher. Some weird, like pre, pre-taped phone call. I don't know. We're going to try it. I don't know. It's something you know I can't handle. Um, I got people for that. Um, so yeah, that's James Kanowitz. I got my nephew, Jimmy Riccardi. He's a jerk off. He went to uh, Cancun. He's always traveling, going away with his girlfriend. His girlfriend's a great chick. She's cool. Um, my nephew, um, Eric, no, my other nephew, John Henry Riccardi, who's in Milan, um, uh, with his girlfriend. Oh, all my nephews get girl. I get a girlfriend. I end up in, in, in Linden. And, and, you know, these kids are flying all over the world. <laughs> what a great life that is. I, I wish him well. I love it. My nephew, Eric, he lives in Austin with his girl. Uh, of course, Michael Caprio, cornholelevel.com. Go check that out. He just renewed. Uh, he's got to send me a check, though. Um, my brother, Frank, who's the CFO of my entire organization. Uh, my buddy, Daryl Clark, from down at LSU and the New Orleans Saints and all that stuff. Uh, he's involved. Greg Casolino from Colonia, New Jersey. Mike Shecky 
Lawler, uh, I, it's, I may not do the NFL stinks list, but I will say the Dolphins stink. Even though Shecky signed up, he may he could drop it easily, and I wouldn't care. No, I would. I don't want him to drop me from Patreon, but his team stinks. Uh, Dave Ben, who I went to school with for 16 years. Pat Volkmer, the ultimate chop sports contributor and shitty cowboy fan. And of course, coming in at number 18, the new, the rookie, Marty Waltzak getting involved. So that's it. That's my Patreon here at Shea. Um, and uh, that's mm. fun. So go to my uh, go to my Instagram. Go to everything. Jimmy Palumbo. Check out my new website. You see clips on there. I'm adding more, blah, blah, blah. Which brings us to our favorite sponsor, which I believe they're now officially, uh, they've always sponsored my show, but now I think they're really sponsoring my show. I'll have to talk business with you after the show. Absolute Eyewear, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey. Getting involved here, 732-326-3937, Eyes. Wow, the, the timing the timing, like a young Tom, I was, Tom I Hanks. Was thinking about, I was thinking about how you said you wanted to talk business after the show, and I was like, all right, we'll talk, but that's going to be a conversation for you and Dave. Oh, yeah, I have to have, to have with Dave? Oh, no, well, it's yeah, really because simple. I don't it's even – we'll, we'll talk. It's we'll talk after the show. I was My absolute mind started eyewear, going, and I was like, hmm. Absolute eyewear is like, is, is like Bud Light at Giant Stadium. Oh, no, no. They're a major contributor to Chop Sports. They're, they, they are, are Giant oh my, Stadium. To, we're, are, we're the Giants. <laughs> they are owned, owned by Craig and Johnine Michaud. They're opticians. They got everything over there, full, everything on site. They got a doctor. You make appointments. They they have not prescription sunglasses, prescription glasses, glasses for the kids, eye exam, contacts. You got to go there right by the train station in Woodbridge. Go down there. Mention the show. You get 20% off. $100 off, I mean, a complete pair of uh, glasses and all that stuff. Uh, they're then there. They've been there. Listen. They're open five days a week. They're closed on Wednesday. Why, Chris? Because it's softball. Closed on Sunday. Why, Chris? New York Giant football. There you go. All right. That's it. Now, they got all kinds of stuff in there. They have all kinds of brands, including, ladies and gentlemen, Ray-Ban, Coach, Ralph Lauren, Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles Oakley. Uh, go check out all the glasses, a little Bob Shepard for you here at Shea, um, and go check them out. And the best thing is, Chris, that we're working, we're working on this now. When you leave there, you don't feel like a jerk off, right? You don't feel like a jerk off. The best slogan of all time, and uh, the word jerk off is going to come up very clearly because I have a guest today, and I think he's a jerk off. But I like him, and there's all kinds of connotations. He's not on the screen yet, but he will be. He's smiling right now, and. Uh, but that's it. Absolute eyewear. 732-326-3937. Call them, bust their balls, tell them I sent you. All right. Well, I think it's time, Kadisti to get my guest on here. Um, and I'm going to bring some notes over here. Now, listen, this is a classic. I don't think I've ever done a show like this. Number one, this kid used to pitch against us in Corona for the Brew Crew. I actually looked up... Uh, the last, the last year we were in the league, we finished ahead of them. I think we beat them head-to-head. -head. That's why we, we got in. Or they lost their last game. We snuck into play. He was the pitcher. I was I was two for three against them in my last game. Frozen ropes over second base. I want to bring to the show an entrepreneur. Your friend and mine. Let's get him on here. All right, here we go. What's Mr. going on? I've been All waiting right, to talk this whole time. I've just been listening to you, listening to you. It's crazy. That's it. Well, that's how it things I love. That's how we do the show the now. Now, Joshua is an entrepreneur, and he's going to talk about that in a second. But we got to talk about Corona softball. Now, my dad and uncle, God rest their souls, they started this whole thing. And uh, we played against you uh, a bunch of times. You were you were young, though. Uh, and you were cocky, yeah, I too, like, I remember. from, like, 20 to about 30. I'm at 20. 20 to like 26 years old, I played. Yeah, you were young. You were a cocky pitcher. You were douche. I remember it. But and yeah, you, go, we, a, we were well, just. First of all, you called me a jerk off. I am not a jerk off. I am the jerk off. My grandfather literally walks in every day. And says, "What are you doing today, jerk off?" Every day I see him. So, well, that's there's not now, many jerk course, offs like me. Of course, uh, I say it in a Jersey way with love because I call Chris and Dave uh, jerk offs all the time because I'm the biggest jerk off. That's why I have a podcast. Um, 
but yeah, I remember I remember batting against you a couple times. Uh, you guys were younger, Brew Crew. Uh, and, you don't remember uh, striking out against me? You don't remember yeah. that? Unlimited play, arc, play, unlimited arc, forty feet in the air, arc? right over the plate. You like looked at I, me like, but two, no, 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 no. two, you look like you had two heads on. Listen to me. Listen to me very clearly. Go ahead, go ahead, I played softball for thirty-five years. I struck out once. Now. Yeah, it was those me. Are, those of you, no, 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 it wasn't again. Not in the last eight years. You know why? I swung at the first or second pitch and got out of there. Now, I just had a sponsor, Absolute Eyewear, Craig and Janine Michaud. But Craig Michaud, dear friend of mine, he has the all-time record. He he has the all-time strikeout record. He is the Reggie Jackson. He must. I swear, he struck out seventy times. Looking, fouling out, swinging and missing. So it never happened to me. I didn't even walk that much. I swung at the first or second pitch because in softball, what guys like you pitched them really high, the longer you got into the count, unlimited arc, you were in trouble. You get 0-2, you're dead. So I was like, you know, first pitch is pretty good. I'll take a shot at it. Get a little base hit over second base. That's the strategy. That's, that's, a, that's the perfect strategy. That's the only way to hit Listen, me. I, hit me my, character, my character in beer league was based on one of the years I had where I, I think I did bat 706. So we used it in the movie. I was a pain in the ass. Then I got older and slower. I didn't care. I just happy to see my friends. Um, but all right. So, yes, you pitched in the league against me and Larry Pacifico. Uh, and Mike Caprio as well. You uh, cornhole level, another sponsor. Yeah, all, the, all the players and, uh, that were on, all the players that were on the Brew Crew back then, they were um, all from based off of Island, out of Island. The founder yeah, yeah. was Matt Creighton. He's a teacher at JFK High School. Um, so we have him. We had Mike Vergona. We had, we had a really good team. We had Robbie Mead. He was a, he was a semi professional football player. Yeah, you guys weren't bad. You were, but we had some. Oh, the games were always close when we played you guys. Um, I would say we probably, we might, like, I think we went like six and four against you guys. I think we had, cause you guys were younger. We were old and smart. You guys were throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, yes, but you, you guys would have been really good over time, but the, uh, we stopped playing. So, and when we stopped playing the COVID pandemic hit. Messed that up for a little bit, and, but that's okay. We're, we're going to be back now, playing soon. Now the re, the re, you're not on my show cause you're, you were a shitty softball player at Woodbridge Township. Um, Larry Pacifico just drove off the road. You're wearing your giant gear. God bless America. Um, uh, you're here because you are the owner of a business, which me and Chris is near and dear to our hearts. JMR Social Sports, which I understand is consists of cornhole, beer pong, social sports at bars, a little wiffle ball maybe, a little, um, which I approve of, kickball, don't approve of, and of course, softball. Now, tell me what Dodgeball? exactly, what sport, exactly, whatever the community wants, whatever the demands are, that's what I mean. Right, but you know, sadly though, you think beer pong and cornhole are sports, okay? So I think that's like me saying, "Hey, Chris, I'm, I have to take a science class this week at at Bergen County Community College." It's well, a sport. The best beer play, hold it's on, a sport. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The best beer well, pong talk- player in the entire world. His name is Matt Klein. Okay. Um, he's from New Jersey. Right. Um, he lives in Flemington right now. And if you were to find There's out how much money a lot of top, a lot of top beer punks. Flemington is he a hotbed of top recruits. He made over a hundred grand playing beer pong. He's a two-time world champion in Vegas for World Series of Beer well, Pong. Funny thing is, I played him last week. I just needed like twenty minutes. Me and Chris warmed up a little bit, and yeah. we were tied with one pink pong <laughs> to go. So I mean, that's how it goes. I these sports. You know what? I, I love that you're doing this because I think it's a great thing. People I want to have reason, but for older veterans like me, playing beer pong gets in the way of my drinking. It's like I, I don't want to, have to get the balls, <laughs> the water. I just want to drink my bud can here, and you got to now you got to put water in the cup. You got to put the ping pong in the water and clean it up. Now the chicks used to play, which was fun, but and of course we 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 got crazy with it. We actually had defense. We could swat balls away, and every that time still we exists. Played, that still exists. Every time still we played, exists. all the cups ended up on the floor, and everybody just passed out. But well, so tell me more doing. about this now. Where, where are you going to be? Poppy. Tell me more about this so I can tell everybody because I, I even though I mocked this shit out, I love it so, uh, especially okay, softball, well, uh, football. There's so much to unpack here, but the gist of it is. For example, this Sunday, I will be running an event at Central Park in Roselle, New Jersey. Um, I'll be running a cornhole event and a, beer, a World Series beer pong event at the same time. So two events going at once at Central Park. I'll be using the okay. club section of Mr. East 
to run the cornhole and the pong tournament. All right, now I'm going to put you in touch with my boy Caprio because he can maybe get some cornhole level stuff going on over there. Yes. Um, so I did uh, – I have uh, Exit A – I'm at Exit 8A uh, sponsoring my board. So okay. they're they're providing me with eight boards, so four sets. Uh, this guy, is his name is uh, I'm John Crandall. I'm listening. I'm still listening. Yeah, John Crandall is uh, providing all this equipment for me so that I can host this event. And also there's a guy named Charles Gerber who's been running beer pong tournaments for the last 15 years. He actually runs it at Zupko's Tavern every Friday. Okay. Um, I'll be renting the boards off of him and the, the tables off of him with the racks, the cups. And then all I have to do is provide the balls. And I got plenty of balls. You got plenty and, uh, of balls to run this. Yeah. Now is the and, bar uh, is the community is a very big community in New Jersey that has been untouched and untapped. Uh, is the bar going to, is Go the ahead. bar going to promote it heavy for you as well? Um, yes, they're going to promote it on their uh, page, on their Instagram, their Facebook, but I am doing marketing because I went to school at Montclair State University um, for business and for the All concentration right. in sports marketing. So this well, is my forte. This is why I'm building this the way that I'm building it. And, and I'm sure uh, you know wanna, it's uh, want to expand. Make sure. I, I mean, I know. With this kind of thing, it's all social media. Uh, Chris and I know that well from these podcasts. Um, uh, listen, I think that's great. Now you're all so you're going to be doing stuff in bars, and you're going to be at one bar. You're going to be as many places as you can get it, I guess, right? You, you want to be up live yeah, three or four kinda, times a week. I want to kind of hone in on Central Park for giving me the opportunity to run my right. first event, and then over time I will expand. But I'm going to give them like at least is that a the year. bar. Is that the bar right off the Parkway? You get off right that exit, right off the thirty-five. Jimmy. Right off of 30. St. George Ave. Just keep going. Yep. I don't know. You've been there, Chris? I don't know the bar. your hometown of Linden and slash Colonial. Yeah, I mean. So you got to go past Linden, right? Got to go past. No, um. Jimmy, think about like the Kentucky Fried Chicken that's over there. Or like. Why are you mentioning late night places, Chris, where you're not sober when you're there? Well, I mean, like, yeah, that's that's typically the case. I used to go watch football there on Sundays when I was still over in Colonia. But now that I'm all the way in Matawana, there's no reason. I would just – same owners as Park East. You remember Park East? Yeah. Chris no. Michaels affiliates. There's a lot of those same people yeah. that are – I used listen, to work at Chris I, Michaels first of all, as a fine dining server. I started yeah. going out with my brother's ID in, uh, let's see. At poor uh, Billy's. In like 1982, Billy's, yeah. 83. I know the whole story about the owner. We're not going to get into that here. I know poor Billy's. Oh, you mean, the, uh, oh, the, uh, you mean the, the, the restaurant right off Route 9 there? Was it called uh, the Steakhouse? Yes. Chris Michael's Steakhouse, yes. Yeah, I'm be it was called um, there, and I'll be announcing that in the future. But I my forget first the event. name of that place used to be. That was another jerk off place. I used to go there for karaoke. Yeah, poor Billy's right. I think he died. Poor Billy, the main owner. He did. He uh, jumped in front of a train. Well, let's not yeah. joke about that. All right, let's move on from that. Poor, poor Billy. Um, yeah. Yes, I remember. See, I'm older, so like you guys call uh, uh, hot uh, big shots. That's Packy's Pub. Okay, that's Packy's to me. And you yeah. guys with big shots, and then big shots came nice for a while, and then now it's 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 like the China Club on on Route One there, um, so it's another horrific place to go to. Um, but I support all the uh, everybody wants to be Jose Tejas in that area. Eat. I used to work exactly. at Jose Tejas for a year and a half. Jimmy, there you I go, Jose Tejas, get involved too. That was actually my go. first job was Jose Tejas. I was wearing the cummerbund. I used to make like three hundred a night taking bribes at the front door. That place. I'm not even kidding. It. I was like 16. I was getting of, handed a $50 bill to sit somebody. Real like, quick, okay. Did you ever hear of the Woodbridge Community Center? Yeah. All right. You know when it used to be called the United Skates of America? That was my first job. Oh, Wood Avenue? I worked as a skate guard. I worked as yeah, a I'm, skate guard in the, uh, the United States of America. Are you talking about the ice skating rink? You know who used yes. to work there as his first job? Dave. You? Who? Dave. Dave Sturcio. Yeah, he's like, co-owner of Chop Sports, and he, he was the Skatosaurus. He got fired no, he because he left, he, the he left the Zamboni. I was the Skatosaurus. I was the Skatosaurus too. I, I he wasn't still think Skatosaurus. He like did the Zamboni here and there yeah, on the they, ice they, hockey they, thing. Listen, I never got yeah. to touch the Zamboni, man. The Deadpool funniest, was like my favorite Zamboni listen, reference of all time, and I never was able to use one. Listen, Dave has the best Zamboni story ever. He drove he drove the Zamboni, and it stalled. And he left, <laughs> but that thing is so hot it melted all the way down to the concrete. The place had to close for ten days. I wish we had a call and I'd make Dave call in right now. I let when he told me that I laughed my ass off. Um, I'm thinking of Skates of America on Wood Avenue, that roller skating. You guys talking? I 
Yeah, they built yes, that. That's, that's the was. same that's same was. owner. They moved over to Woodbridge. Yeah, right. before the right. before the township took it over, that's what they that's where so, they moved their location to. So now listen, you 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 there. I was finally fifteen and a half. They they hired me a little early. Don't tell anybody. I won't tell nobody. You where to safe here? I, uh, I used to play roller hockey. I played roller hockey at uh, Inman Avenue for uh, eight uh, years. Yeah, I remember when they built I that thing. Yeah, I used to play every year. It was one of my favorite sports when I was a kid. I eventually we grew played we played street hockey. We didn't even have roller no no inlines no roller. We just sneakers and a and a, a ball. We didn't use a puck. Um, I was pretty good in street hockey. Told I have no started. idea what hockey is. Yeah, Chris doesn't know <laughs> hockey. Um, the uh, well, that, okay. Now you're from Island, right? Yes, born what? and raised. And you went to JFK. I went to JFK. I graduated in 2010. You- 2010. Of course, I was a sub there from 92 to 95 at Woodbridge and JFK and Colonia. But that was, you were like five years old. You were at the middle school. My class. best friend was a Spanish teacher at uh, JFK. Now he works in Heightstown in a boarding, uh, petty boarding school. He's a Spanish teacher and he's a basketball coach and a football coach. Best thing about JFK, there was the, the chicks were always hot. Kelly Hill. Yeah, Mel we weren't Coyle. that great at sports. We had athletes, but we weren't great at the sports. Twins. But we did have hot chicks. I can't believe, uh, yeah, what's the name? The twins were from there. I can't, I'm dropping her name right now. She's going to kill me. It's not that she listens, but it was these two blonde twins that were smoking hot. She's online. She's a friend of mine. She's triplets. She's a good egg. And her sister worked at, I think, DJs for a while. Uh, yeah, but Kennedy always had deep speed over there. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, I was young. I was a young. I was playing rookie ball. I couldn't, I couldn't hit the 100-mile-an-hour fastball back then. Not that I did well at Colonia either. I was just... I couldn't even get wins at like Elizabeth, but uh, all right. So you go to Kennedy, you end up going to Middlesex, uh, Montclair State, little Middlesex County, and you're now you were a, you're an ASA umpire. Yeah, you uh, trip uh, USSSA. Um, I was a three softball to ten. for baseball, softball, softball. The arc was the arc was three to ten. I did that for about ten years on and off, so and I was doing ASA and, and so you're other a shitty. Events. So you're like a shitty ump. No, I, I would I wouldn't say that, but uh, definitely haven't what was been your, keeping up with it. What was your strike call? How did you call strikes? Oh, you don't want to hear it. You want to hear it? I want to hear it. Just don't scream it into the mic. So back up a little okay. bit. Hold on. All right. But uh, when you do I the first thought... two, you don't really make a verbal. You just do the mark. You just do the motion. Nah, you got something you do to the motion. Ha! No, the third one's like, go, you're out of here, oh. bitch. Bye. You gotta call. You gotta call ball. Ball. Way low uh, in softball, you don't uh call balls, or you just I mean, you just say ball, you don't say left, right. Well, who, who's gonna govern you on that? If I'm up, if I'm up, and you it's call a strike, and you go, I go ball, that's it. You don't verbalize unless it's the third strike. I know, but still, they say you had no, I we would roar, I would, t- I would give you more money if somebody went ha. Because just to All see right, Craig well, shot strike I'll out your again. next game when you play again. <clears throat> My next game. Yeah. Dude, I'm already in the Hall of Fame. There's monuments. There's plaques. Already stuff. But I can still, I still play All a little. Over. Everyone talks about you. You're talked about all around this town, always. Well, I, I hope you're, you're going to be I'm heavily involved in promoting my beer league stuff. Uh, which is we're shooting next week. So yeah, why don't you put league, me in the movie? I want to come in the movie. Is it too I late? Know, you, I got about yes, it's too late. But we might be doing more stuff, not for this Wednesday. But don't worry. By the time your cornhole and beer pong thing takes off, um, hey, look, I now, got my sacks right here, boys. I got my sacks right here. Sure, okay, fine. Lucky bags, baby. I don't know what's more creepy, that or the fact that you're an umpire in softball. I'm, I'm debating that right now, which I love. But you're a giant fan. I can't give you full shit. I now, love it. I am a Yankee fan. You were talking about my favorite player of all time, Derek Jeter. So, yes. Well, again, you know what yeah. my nickname in high school awful. was Jeter. Now, someday when you get older and you get funny, you, you, no one admits their favorite player is Derek Jeter. That is so boring. That's like saying, oh, my favorite Yankees, Babe Ruth. My favorite. It's like, come on. You got to do like Ruben Sierra, Strawberry, no. uh, Deion James. Nope. nope. Chris, who's your he's favorite like, player? He's, a, I, I he's mean, an like, icon, man. He's an icon. My He'll favorite always- Yankee? Probably. Obviously, it's Jeter, but I wouldn't say that. I'd be like <laughs> CC, maybe. I like, I like, le- my Harder? favorite. Who's my favorite left pitcher? Sabathia. Who's my favorite reliever? I right have now, shit my like that because Jeter Rizzo. just automatic. Right now, my favorite player is Anthony Rizzo because he's the reason why Judge came back. So, Anthony Rizzo, I'm talking to you directly. Oh, well, you, you are, are my favorite player. Clearly, you are Italian. You okay. represent New York. 
One of, clearly, Didi. Clearly, you don't listen to my show because I was brutal on Mister Two Twenty Five all year long, and they re-signed him. And you know what he's going to bat next year? Two twenty-five. You know what? You I, bet on that? I bet he bats. I bet you he bats less than two twenty. I'll bet on that. No, I'll, I'll, bet I'll, that. I'll, I'll bet that. I'll go over that. I'll bet that. Five dollars. Five dollars. That Rizzo bats. I'll bet he doesn't do that either. I'll bet, I'll bet the middle on that. He's not betting two under two twenty, okay. and he's not betting two forty seven. But two okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. No, I'm going to change the bet. Change the bet. Hang on, we be a little more creative. I say for more than eighty games, he's batting less than two twenty. No right, shot. Yeah, I don't take, think so, but no shot. What? But you, I'll, I'll take. You're that still bet. taking that I would bet? Take that I'll bet take in that a heartbeat. Bet. That's crazy. Now that, I that's so based on him, so my 500 at bat. I think like he's going to have to really start shitty for you to be able to have a chance at that bet. Yeah, you have no chance. I tell you, I'll make I'll make it we'll, we'll tease it. Rizzo bats under 220 and Stanton has a higher batting average than him. How's that bet? That's a tough one. Stanton's no. What's it? Stanton's a great yeah, player, not, but he I, just can't stay healthy long enough. Oh, well, Chris, come on now. I don't like that bet because I don't want to be put in a situation where I'm rooting against Stanton getting hits. I'll leave that rooting against shit for you to root against Rizzo. It's a five. But I'll take the Rizzo bet all day. Me too. You're you're double locked up here. I think Rizzo's the most overrated overrated Yankee in. in But if you want to talk my favorite Yankee that's not obvious, it would maybe like Didi. I love Didi. When Didi was a Yankee, he was a big Didi guy. He was just. Yep. Didi was sick. I like Didi. He didn't bother me. Didi was a good Well, he took the you know, the Yankees didn't sign him. He took the money and he almost came back last year, right? Didn't he almost they almost got him back for a while? Was no, it was very, very short talk. I thought, I thought I read something on there. All right. So now now wait, let's talk about wiffle ball. So so you your your business here is all these like shitty not I'm not calling it sports, all these shitty things that you do when you're drinking, like beer pong and cornhole, um, and all these things you do at bars, like like when real men played like horseshoes and darts, you're now because this new generation are wussies. I'm not the wussy you're doing cornhole. I'm the '90s. I'm the crossbreed. I'm the one that can I can decipher between the millennials the, and the two thousand the people born after two thousand and you old folks, you old bastards. Beer pong, old bastards. Beer pong is not a sport. Okay. Cornhole is not a sport. Uh, but now you're going to be doing wiffle ball as well, which I love. I was a very good wiffle ball player only because I was so little. I couldn't even hold a baseball. It wasn't a good little league. It used to be called so stick ball. ball. My grandfather back. played stick ball. Well, we played every stick day ball in the streets in Newark every day. Yep. So that's where the, that's my where dad the played every day in Corona, Queens. Said, why don't people, why don't kids just go out and play wiffle ball anymore? These kids want to sit home and play video games all day. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I know, but you know what? Someday you're going to be running a video game event. Yes, I am. At Central Park, and you're going to be like, no, it's a sport. It's a sport. Yeah, so I play Madden. Sport. I play Madden. I'll get on the sticks. You know why you you know why you know can't play stickball? Because when you hit a frozen rope and it hits someone's door, even though it doesn't break, the guy comes out and yells at you. Where back in the day, the guy would come out and say, hey, nice shot, kid. So now, wiffle ball. Where are you going to be doing this wiffle ball thing? Uh, I'm looking at local parks like Warnickel Park and Raw. And Merrill Park. Okay. And wherever I get the permits to run these tournaments, that's where I'm going to run it. And then afterwards. Now, have you ever, have you ever, um, uh, have you ever seen online on YouTube some of these wiffle ball tournaments? Yes, I have. Chris, have you ever done that? If you ever get a chance, Chris, of course. <laughs> some of the guys, well, like some House of the guys are like, they have the dodgeball. There's one ball. guy, I think it's called Yellow. It's something called Gold, 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 something Gold. Uh, it was in the title of the YouTube video. This guy is throwing the ball is curving like at like a ninety degree angle. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Meanwhile, I look like an aging David Cohen with my slow <laughs> jump. But uh, but some of these kids, some of the people in Wiffleball are so good. But it depends on the rules. We played in the driveway with the uh, pillar between the two garage doors, and we we me and my brother when I was younger, you had to run it out. So if you caught a ground ball, you had to beat the guy at first which was at the end of the driveway. My brother used to bunt on me. What a jerk-off move that. Chris, you imagine? I mean, that's illegal. He would bunt. I would, yeah, there's no bunting in football. Ball. It's a foul first ball unless it reaches the pitcher on a on a exactly. ground ball. See, exactly. First, yeah. of all, first of all, wiffle ball, there's no wiffle ball society of America. Yes, there is. And if there, yes, is, there is, look it up. Your, your rules. Jimmy, Grant you're Avenue. old. You're old, Jimmy. First of all, you need to get to what you're yeah, I know, because it was a better game. Listen, stickball kid. 
you, my brother used to lay down a bunt. He laid down a drag bunt, batting lefty, and I would still get him out. And it was very intense. Well, there's probably an asterisk the, next to your brother's batting average. <laughs> my brother was very good. First of all, he's five years older. The two greatest wiffle ball players of all time are the Magenheims, which were two doors down. Larry Magenheim used to actually hold the ball up like this and shake the sign off and stuff. They had crazy rules. That's the beauty of wiffle ball. You have to conform it to your individual ballpark. But uh, I was good at wiffle ball. Very tough. Light bat. That's why I was so little. So you're going to try to do it all over the place. You're going to have spot. You're going to have beer and all that. Or is it just going to be. Yeah. So like you, you got to. Like, uh, so like you can't bring. You can't bring alcohol to the to the parks themselves. Because that's a lot of liability. But afterwards, you have to be 18 or older to play in my league. But you have to be 21 or older to come back to the sponsored bar. Uh, you know, that which is to be determined. I'm Obviously. thinking Central Park right now. But, you know, there's Green Knoll and Bridgewater. There's there's a bunch of bars that I'm like in talks with, and it's not official. But when I run this event and they see how successful this one event is and how many people I bring in, my goal is to make them sponsor my jerseys and my shirts that I can uh, go ahead and spread out. And when people join my league, they go, they play the sport. I ref it. I have my I hire people that can also uh, ref it and ref it properly and efficiently. And then afterwards, you come back to the bar for drink specials. Food specials, well, lots of games, and build a community will, all throughout New Jersey. You will be loaded with cornholeleather.com. I, I have that exact set. I will. I'm going to get Mike Caprio to stop by your event. I know Mike Caprio, um, and uh, also I'm going to a, a, a Caprio cornhole event today uh, in Farmingdale. There's a there's a league that they play down there. Cornhole is every day. There's an app called Scoreholio, and you can download it on your phone. The app's called Scoreholio. Scoreholio. Yeah, so spell score and that's for Holio, like Corn Holio from uh, Beavis and Butthead. You put that together. Okay, it's an app. Right. It's not All my right. app. It's just an app that we that is formulated, and that's where I'm going to be hosting my event off of. So it sets up you the brackets for you. you. Know, Go ahead. You know how cornhole started, right? Here's how it started. Men would play horseshoes, but the horseshoes would sometimes roll out of the way and hit kids in the shins. So some mom said, "Hey, you know what, honey." Let's just do something the kids can be involved with. So the, the guy went outside, he cut a piece of cardboard, and they got little fluffy little uh, little those little packs, those little. You pads, really want to know why it's called cornhole? Or you want to make jokes? And they and they threw and they and they threw it in so the little kids could play, and the little kid would crawl up and just drop it in, and everybody go, yeah, look at that, he put it in. Uh, Chris, you know I'm right. Chris, you know I'm right. Uh, I mean, you're not listen, right. I I'm not the biggest cornhole player, but if it's there, I'm fucking playing. That's for sure. Right. Well, Listen, listen have, if I so, whenever I play, I get ranked. <laughs> as soon as I play, you're like, first oh, of all, cornhole you know is why? called cornhole because of the corn in the actual bags. That's no longer the case. Now that we have everything is approved by ACL, and you know it has to weigh a certain amount. Okay, so but if use you in the in the bags and right. things like that. Time out. Time out. Go ahead. If you go down to Jersey Shore on a Saturday afternoon and ask anybody, what is the name from? You know, you know, there's some kind I of disgusting, gross ass thing that's going to come out okay uh that's because that's what everybody thinks there's a whole cornhole you have too much corn you when you anyway uh not to be gross but that's where it's from but i listen i think it's pretty cool you got all these crazy ass non-sports sports well cornhole. i plan on running basketball leagues and that but that's that's in the future like i have to start small and work and the game you got to get involved days. with is pickleball pickleball is where your money's at man try doing that um pickleball has got older people and they drink and all that stuff. So uh, if you have a pickleball, but you know what? If you have the wiffle ball thing, I want to be an honorary either ump or I want to be involved in that. Or if you do anything with softball, of course, Jimmy Palumbo, a.k.a. Johnny Trino, has to get involved with that. Jimmy, now you're, you're automatically in. You're automatically okay. Now, what? Now, let's see. So you got this thing going on on uh, this Sunday at 1.30 yep. at Central yep. Park in Roselle, 2401 Northwood Avenue in Roselle. Go check out Joshua Riccardi stuff. Now, where else can people reach you? I'm looking at some of your uh, Chop Sports Media. Someone just wrote, Jimmy doesn't know what apps are. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, uh, my uh, handle for Instagram is JMR Social Sports 313 because I'm a big M&M fan. So I kind of just put that in there, just threw some numbers in there. Uh, so that's the page. Eventually, when I start running these tournaments and I take pictures of people and add mute, like they're going to add a theme song that goes with their winning pick. So like they can okay. remember the night 20, like 20, 30 years from now when they're looking back and say, look at us, we're jerk offs winning tournaments. 
How about uh, when I get out? How about music when I get out of the car entering the softball field? There should be some kind of yeah, loud ACDC Hell's that Bells that going on. I'm looking at the comments here. Chop Sports is getting involved. I don't know what an app is. He wants to play wiffle ball against you guys. Um, I'm all in on the wiffle ball and softball stuff. Um, uh, I'm not going to play cornhole only because, you know, it's like I'm just as good as everybody else. So it's not fun to me. Um, you can't beat me in cornhole. Who's Gio? Who's Gio Riccardi? That's someone coming in here on the. Uh, that's my cousin. That's my uh, 15 year old cousin. All right, Gio, getting involved here. A youngster here on the Jimmy Palumbo show. Um, so, all right. So you got your hand. You just said your handle. You got your big event coming. Uh, and what we'll do, we will mention if you send me a, an email um, every week when you got an event going on, I'll make sure I give a quick shout out to you because I appreciate you coming on. I could see you brought a lot of people to the live thing and it'll, this will be on Apple uh, podcast as well tomorrow. Um, so that's it. Anything else you want to say, my man? Pitcher for the Brew Crew, Woodbridge Township League, now JMR Sports. What is it called? Let's get social, baby. Let's get JMR social. social sports. I love it. And they are social. Same with pickleball. You bust balls, you have fun. Don't, the don't good get thing about going to be very competitive. I'm telling you, it's a very competitive atmosphere. People will be I'm sure it is. I, you know, listen. You know, uh, and I got to I got to manage it. I got to I got to organize it. I got to set the tone. This is a friendly competition. Now, can you there's friendly, a, there's a but boundary. you got to start nobody's going to talk shit. The boundary. Shit talking's allowed. Shit talking's always going to be allowed. I'm a shit talker. <laughs> I'm an Italian jerk off. I am from I love it. Jersey. My parents from my grandparents from Newark. Okay. Like, Down neck where are they from? What uh, section what of Newark are they from? Uh, my grandfather would be really mad cuz you you hit me with a question that I don't know the answer to. Either I, I only know Ironbound. My and, grandpa, uh, down my grandpa talks about Newark all the time, but all I right, never well, listen gonna, to him because he talks for twenty. He's right because your your grandfather plays. Your grandfather doesn't play cornhole and beer pong. That's why your grandfather. No, just he's drinks actually, like a man. My grandfather is flying in from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, to come watch my event. To come see he's my gonna, event in person. Well, that's that's very uh, that's what grandparents do. I wish you well with it. I I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I really think this is cool. I love to see. I know Chop Sports started out in Chris and Dave's you know attics and basements, and they grew into a pretty cool thing. Um, Of course, my podcast is probably going the other way, but uh, (laughs) I I started out doing doing really well. No, no, no. I appreciate it. I love it. I love all the. I'm listen. I mock out all this stupid shit, but I love it. Um, as you guys well know, I do everything in jest. So that's it, everybody. Thank you so much, Joshua McCarty, JMR Sp- Social Sports. Check them out on social media Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. After you sign up for my stuff, sign up for his stuff, and Chop Sports, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to get you to sponsor my show so I can talk about it every week. But in the beginning, I'll just let you say some stuff, uh, what events you got going on. I'll make it, I'll make it sound like it's like a, you know, a football game or a baseball game. Um, Real men sports, and uh, we'll go from there. Thanks for coming on. Go Giants! Love you, man. I'll talk to you soon, brother. I bleed blue, baby. I bleed blue. There you go. All right, man. It's a cool thing. All right, that's Joshua Riccardi, JMR Social Sports. Very cool. Um, now I want to talk about. I think I got confused here with all my sponsors. I didn't really do cornhole, but I guess I did. Um, Oh, by the way, you know what we didn't really do? Uh, uh, Cornhole usually sponsors the NFL stinks list. But I decided, me and Chris decided to just, I don't care who stinks this week. Um, I will tell you this. I will put the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Bengals are both very good this week. How about that? Um, But don't forget, go to CornholeLevel.com. Mike Caprio's company, 1995 for these little cornhole things. Chris, most awesome thing ever. You put them on here. You click them on. This is what they look like. I'm finally actually holding them up. They click on the hole. You level the board. You don't want to embarrass. You don't want to go to a Joshua Riccardi social sports event with shitty, not level cornhole. So go to cornholelevel.com. They're $19.95. You get a pair of them. And 20% off the entire order if you put in JP Show. And go check them out. So that's really cool. We'll come back with a full cornhole next week. Um, also want to mention my other sponsor. Um, what do we got here now? A little, I'm a little confused. Off my game here because we're not, not talking it's about the vitamin packs. Uh, no, I want to. I got well. I just I got I got all these sponsors now, Chris. I'm rolling it. Um, yes, couple things. 
first of all, chasingmiracles.com. Hydration packs. Delivers over 70 trace minerals into your water. Increased strength, stamina, and overall good health. Also, when you're done with it, you can sprinkle it in your garden. There's many uses for these things. Give a call to uh, uh, Donna and Tommy, and they will walk you through. They got some cool stuff. Uh, these things are starting to grow now as people get more into organic things. And I know your girlfriend's into this world, into this space. Um, and go check them out. At, uh, they're, uh, they're not expensive, and they're really good for you. So I've been actually using them myself. So uh, chasingmiracles.com. Go to the link. Check it out. Uh, and um, you will love these hydration packs. You just drop them in your water bottle, done, shake it up, drink it, and you're good to go. They're one of my fine sponsors and an old friend of mine. Also, my other sponsor I got to mention, Lisa Ruane. She's a certified therapist for people 18 and over. She uh, specializes in hypnotherapy. Um, she does Zoom in person, whatever you need. You know what? A lot of people in these times are... Um, especially in the beginning of the year after the holidays, a little sad, a little down, you got some issues you want to deal with, give Lisa a call, 201-725-1251. She'll talk to you, walk you through it, help you out. Um, I believe that if anybody's struggling with any kind of addiction, depression, anxiety, issues, a couple of relationships, whatever it is, uh, you know, matter of fact, I think me, you, and Dave should be in podcast uh, therapy. Um, And uh, go, go give Lisa a call. 201-725-1251. 201-725-1251. She's good people. She'll help you out. Uh, now, now that I got rid of that stuff, New Year's Eve. Chris, New Year's Eve was a pain in the ass. Uh, and here's why. I was watching the crazy uh, uh, Ohio State game. And I started, I looked like it was going to be plenty of time to catch the end of the game and go to the, but I was like, uh, you know, uh, next thing you know, I'm like, I didn't, I don't have split screen. I was like, oh shit. Like, how can I do this? Uh, I should have paused one and gone back, but I was like, you know what the hell? I've seen the ball drop. Uh, I think the kick literally was it. I don't know. If he made, 12, yeah, the, the, he, I mean, was it within I 30 the seconds? Kick, the snap. They were lined up at this as the ball was dropping at 12. one. It was snapped at 12. Oh, and when I say, Oh one, I mean like, 12 o'clock in one second right. and then 12 o'clock in two crazy. seconds is when he kicked it. it. I mean, it, it, listen, not an important thing, but I, you know, what's weird. I, my cousin, John is a big Penn state fan was telling me, Jimmy over time. Cause I always root for the big 10 cause I'm Rutgers in the big 10. And then I realized that like, you know what? Like I, I can't stand Ohio state, but I don't know. For some reason I hate the sec. I was kind of, I don't know. I was like confused on the game, but you know what I hated most about the game. And you're, if you listen, if you're a fan of Georgia, you don't care how you win. But I hate when a kid, I mean, let's face it, he he shanked it. I'd rather, you know, if it's a 65-yarder and it falls just short, but, like, that was a makeable kick. The kid's a pretty good kicker. And that kick would have been bad from 30 yards. He missed it. The whole Nothing went well. I hate when games end on, like, a shitty play. You like know for what a I mean, failure Chris? for a kid. Yeah, it's like, you know. Because they got kid. range. The poor kid's probably going to be kicking in the NFL for the next 20 years. No, I know. But, but you know what I mean? I, I mean, I know. I understand. You're, you're, it's you're not, it sucks. Job, it's but. not. It wasn't that that moment where somebody rose to the occasion. Right. But really, like, Georgia did. They have a 32-year-old quarterback that's throwing three-yard right. slants to, like, five-star recruits. Right. That winning, and they're doing yard that winning touchdown looked as good as anybody in the NFL. That was yeah, a and can I be court. honest, though? He's... He's like a year older than Lamar Jackson at this point. He's Daniel Jones' older brother. It's like, well, the pandemic said you could play another year. Yeah, I, but you know, Lamar know was in the NFL, NFL for three years before the pandemic started. Right, but I, I find that weird about I college thought, football. Well, you get an extra year. It depends how old you are, what you did in high school. I think the kid's good, but I, you know that it's so hard. I hate these discussions when you talk about like nobody knows who's going to make the NFL. I mean, no. Uh, there's a quarterback on the Giants was at Duke and no one knew who he was till like his senior year. Anyway. So, um, but it was just crazy to, to, to have the ball drop in there. Um, now, of course I'm sucked back into Yellowstone, totally involved. I watched the last episode. Uh, for some reason, Yellowstone, I'm also watching 1923 a little bit. It's, it's, I don't like the fact that the, I hate when a show, you know, what? I'm going to do a shitty analogy. If the show's called General Hospital and it's never at the hospital anymore. <laughs> now, that's a bad analogy, but like if the show is about the Yellowstone Ranch 
And now they're taking the cows to Texas. Like they stay at the ranch. Make the storylines come out of that. And the 1923 one is too confusing right now for me. It's just okay. Um, but the show um, I have been watching with my daughter is Wednesday. Have you watched any of that, Chris? Uh -huh. I mean, I'm I'm on episode seven. Where, where are you? I'm finished with the season, so okay. Yeah. Don't so we can't talk about the edit. Um, I'm fascinated in like eight ways about this show. I can't believe how good, and I, I probably discussed this last week, maybe, but it's even more. I can't believe how good the girl is as an actress. So, in my opinion, I'm an actor. When it comes time for the Emmy, what her name? She has to be in the. I mean, she's going to be in the she, running. I, I she, put it she's this way. doing stuff tailor made for that part, like tailor made. Right, but, I want to see her in something else and see if she's actually like legit. Yeah, but Chris, but she's yeah, so that, young that she has dude, real potential. That's staring, that's staring into the camera stuff and telling a story without moving. It's like she's like this, and she's still. It, it's it's incredible. Twenty years and old. The show is the show is goofy. Um, uh, it's 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 almost a little bit like Cobra Kai in that. It's lighthearted, and I think this—if it was ultimate it's, too. You're right. It's like a kids' show that adults could easily watch. Correct. Uh, and I, I'm I get a kick out of. Matter of fact, my daughter's begging me to watch the last two. I'll try to get to it in the next couple of days. Um, There's also so, the nostalgia, the nostalgia element of it, where the Cobra Kai is made for like today's kids, right? But it right, gives right. the adults and the same thing but with the, the Adams family. family and all that fester and the thing. Uh, anyway, it's totally worth it. Um, I also, you know, the new year, Chris, I started hitting the gym, started playing more pickleball. Um, and uh, I started uh, eating better since Saturday, since really Sunday. Um, had a little little issue because we, we left uh, for the game. The there. I, well, I ended up near a shake. I ended up near a shake shack on Sunday. And um, that didn't go well for me. But uh, there's reasons for that, which I'll discuss next week. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely uh, uh, ballooning up, but the last couple of days I'm back eating well. Had a nice salad yesterday with a nice piece of steak with no butter or oil on it. Good job by me. Uh, so I'm back, bro. The comeback has begun. I got to lose, I'm trying to lose weight before next Wednesday, a couple pounds anyway. And then, of course, I got to get ready for my stand up show and all this different stuff. So we're going to bring some weight stuff back. Not quite yet. I want to lose a few pounds first. It gets too boring if I'm only losing quarter of a pound i'll just fill you in every now and then um and that will be again sponsored by absolute i, I thought you were about to say you're up to like 210 <laughs> no i'm definitely i'm probably i'm over 200 i'll tell you that but i'm not gonna tell you what not not gonna tell you uh the holidays were rough man for for many for many reasons um i'm also doing stand-up on january 14th with Stephen mayer um Stephen mayer ryan mayer uh, and Emily Page over at the Ocean View Restaurant. Uh, this place looks awesome. It's a new place in uh, Seaside. Have you seen it? No. It looks, I've heard of it. Big, it's pretty big. I think it's relatively new, maybe a year old. I'm not sure. Um, we're doing stand-up there, 8 p.m. I'm hosting, which I've never done, which means I go on first and say hello to everybody, and then I do 10 minutes, and I get off, and I bring everybody else on. But I never, you know, it's a little bit of a ride to go down there, but I got some friends down that way. I'm hoping to see them. Um, that's on January 14th. And then of course, now it's 2023 big show from downtown Avenel performing art center on March 10th and 11th. I hope you're not working any of those days. Love to see you there, Chris, go to Avenel performing art center, I'm much more Another flexible, much more flexible with my schedule on weekends now. Okay. The number there, 732-314-0500. 500 um, go check it out. It's going to be a cool show. We're going to make it. I think what we're going to do, I'm going to make the Friday night show, the like Colonia high reunion from 78 to 85 or 86, 75, no 78 to 88. That's what we'll do. 70. Yeah. That's how we'll do it. 78 to 88, 10 year high school Colonia reunion, as well as anybody who graduated from Woodbridge from 91 to 95. I want to see you guys there. I was a substitute teacher. Come out, bust my balls. Come check it out. There's a bar right there called Curtains. You're going to have a blast. So that's about it, Chris. Now, um, well, you know what? We'll talk. You didn't really you kind of skipped everything, but what happened yesterday, um, I gotta, I'll end it with this. Um, I was 
and I can't believe I didn't bring this up yet in the show. And some of my fans are going to be pissed. The Rutgers mix Scarlet Knights, Chris. Uh, there's something going on there on the banks. We went into a very good Purdue team who beat Gonzaga and Duke. Had a 10-point lead most of the way. And they came back and kind of tied it. But Rutgers didn't go away. And we hit a couple of clutch shots. And Rutgers beat the number one team in the country last night. And as that was going on, literally as the game ended, I'm celebrating my phone's buzzing. But I, didn't, I thought it was just people going, oh, are you, are you? And then I realized that, you know, the tragedy. So um, the Rutgers game, I just wanted to mention it. Huge win. Uh, we're a pain in the ass, man. I swear to God. There's no doubt in my mind Rutgers can – if they make the tournament, uh, they, they, they're the kind of team that can make a run in the tournament because I don't care. You score 100 points a game, you're, you're scoring 55 our defense and our rotation is relentless. I know. We're missing and it's, a score. It's, it's, what I will say about this win was that it was on the road, which is a good thing in terms the of Mackey looking toward the tournament. They don't because, lose there much. Say it again? Purdue doesn't oh, lose there. Oh, I know. It's a tough place to play. So them going on the road, you worry because I think Rutgers, one of their strengths is playing in their home court. In a, in a tournament setting, they don't get that, so it does take away. But them going on the road and beating Purdue, that's huge now for we, confidence. I, I, it, it almost ensures them a bid. I was watching you know, like, it with my buddy, and we were just we're – the, the rotation that they do, man, and their defense, hands in your face. And they, they picked up this kid, Cam Spencer, who is a little step slow, and he has some trouble, but he also – he's uh, he's got that Larry Bird thing kind of style where he's he gets steals, he fills in the lane, things he can't do with size and speed. He does things with some, uh, with some uh, court sense. I'll leave it at that. Um, and, you know, and he hit a big shot when he had to, and – uh, it's just a really nice win. Of course, I felt so good about it. I was going to post all kinds of funny stuff. And then, of course, I switched over to ESPN. And um, just a horrible, horrible tragedy. DeMar Hamlin, I'm sure more news is breaking I'm, uh, even as we speak. Um, I feel I feel really bad for this kid. I mean, wasn't that big of a hit. Hit him at the right time. I, I, we, don't, we don't know anything. Uh, but, you know, uh, you realize his mother was in the stands. I mean, how exciting to be able to watch your kid in an NFL game. And then everybody, you know, I heard, I'm, I'm going to say nothing that hasn't been said already, but you know, you break your leg, you break your ankle, torn ACL, all those different things. Um, that that's one level of the NFL. It's a violent game. Then the other level is, you know, you're, um, I got it right here. You're LeGrand, uh, and, um, Eric Legrand, of course, I was at the game with my dad and uh, and I was talking about him because we knew his uncle, Jimmy Legrand, played hoops for uh, Colonia High years ago. And we're at that game. That was awful, awful. And Rutgers, I forgot, they they were four and two. They didn't win. They didn't win another game after that. And they played teams that they were beatable. I think it does something to your psyche. But this, you know, uh, as bad as those things are, this is like, I mean, you start really doing CPR and stuff for 10 minutes and they even had trouble getting him in the ambulance and like, Oh my God, this young kid, 23 years old, just, uh, just a, just a shit show. And I, you know, I, I don't want to talk about what the NFL is going to do because it's just whatever they decide to resume, do. I know, I know for a fact, they're not going to resume that game. Where, right. where it left off this week. That's not happening. It's off the table. Yeah. And they have yet to make a change to the NFL schedule. What's probable, in my estimation, is Ty. that they're going to wipe that game off altogether, and those two teams won't play. And that they're just going to have you don't, two. You don't, you don't think they'll just give them a tie? You can't. Now, right. I know this, there's a lot of elements here. They're not going to give them a tie because a tie would be zero and zero. You know, just don't give them the game because – Giving them the tie could give them a bet, an added advantage that they wouldn't have had over a team. You know, like it's just, it's just, it's one of those situations. No, I don't know. But, Both teams you know will be in the playoffs. Both yeah. teams will be in the playoffs. No matter so what they just, do, this is an unsolvable scenario. No matter what, one hundred percent, there's going to yeah, be somebody getting screwed over. And yeah. I know that this and is you completely. But and you can't publicly, even if private, you're like, oh damn, we got hurt. You by have that. a. You can't. There's a lot. I, I know. Like, forget. Just, I'm only saying this because of. This situation, like clearly none of this matters, but none matters. You know, there's every fantasy championship in the world is hanging in the balance because it's the last week of championship week. I'm the commissioner in five leagues where they're like waiting on that game's outcome. Right. I have all this money to pay to people. I don't know where to do with it. It, it creates yeah, a whole tough. mess. 
but stuff. obviously my my nobody problem. that fantasy yeah listen nobody cares it's it, the poor kid they're I not going to base their decision based off of a fantasy championship that's for sure right i uh, i don't know yeah fan, uh, poor Crazy. kid man i just hope i hope he's okay i hope he um you know just Somehow we're going to find out. Young. We're going to wait. I, I think the best thing to do in this case, obviously, as people that are putting out content and things like that is like, you really can't talk much other than what we said and then we'll wait and see what the NFL says. And then we go from yeah. there. And whatever it is, you know what, if you're like a GM or a coach, no matter what they say, you just got to, okay, that's the hand you got dealt. That's it. Nothing you can do. Um, yeah. Cause you sound like you sound, in other words, no matter what you say, you sound like a jerk off. You know, it just doesn't work. So you gotta. I'm I'm having like a problem with the fact that I just said the fantasy thing out loud. Right. You know, I, know what I mean, I, I feel mean. like a jerk off. I know you I'm didn't mean. I get down. it. Well, I didn't really. I didn't want to go to. I mean, we're aware. It's, Listen, it's it, there's a world. The world spins, but I, I didn't know what to say. I mean, uh, uh, the poor kid. Uh, that that was that was really. I, I'm glad that the NFL uh, people that rushed to him seems like anyway they did a pretty good job right away and no doubt saved his life. Uh, I'm glad it was right in the middle of the field. They were able to rush, get right there. Uh, and I just hope his cardiac arrest is what they said it was. I hope his uh, heart and blood and oxygen got around and someday he's able to uh, be a normal, forget about the, I don't care if he plays again, if he, a normal life, that'd be wonderful. Um, I wish that. So that's it. Shitty way to end our show. I know uh, Rutgers big win. We had some fun. Shout out to Joshua Riccardi and his social media sports. And, um, social media sports social sports and um that's it everybody and i will see you next week with a very special guest thank you for the show I'm